Hello everyone, welcome back. You are currently listening to A Chance to Strive and you know, I'm your host Chance and guess, guess what? We brought somebody back for you, you know. I'm gonna just... I heard y'all love me. Oh, <laughs> baby, baby. It's me, that girl, Luli Hunty. If you guys don't know who I am, you can follow me on all social media platforms, that girl, Luli. Uh, for those of you that are not seeing me for the first time, I am your go-to for everything, baby. Light, love, and laughter. But my main focus of the world and what I do is motivational speaking and life coaching. So I think that's why the universe kind of brought me and Chance in alignment because we're here to help you. We're here to help you. But, you know, I was listening to your last podcast and it's true. Like, we're only here to guide, right? After that, they got to do it themselves. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm excited for this. Thank you for having me back. Of course, of course, of course. Great vibes, great peoples. Oh, yeah. Make sure to follow too because... um, Real quick, real quick, real quick. Your girl got a little like short film coming out, and I'm also branching into the music industry. So you know, you gotta keep up with me. Tell me at one time. Tell me at one time. I I put up the spicy. Hold on, hold on. What's that? What's that? What's that? That girl, Luli Hunty. Don't play with it. Her. Follow me. Which platforms can I find you at? All of them: YouTube, Instagram, Tiki Talk. Okay, Facebook, all of it. Tiki Talk. Tiki Talk. All of it. I never thought you know why. Okay, the last episode, I don't know which episode we're going to draw first. Y'all may see an episode where I haven't explained why I have short hair. Hold on, actually. As I speak on this, I'm actually going to have this shit off for a little bit. But I feel like a lot of people, you guys, I'll even just say how people reacted to this shit when they kind of seen it on social media. Bro, everybody was just like, the fuck? Did we miss a chapter? Like, when did this happen? I'm like, bro, I went to go get a haircut. And I was thinking about there's been such drastic changes in me personally, emotionally, mentally, all of this shit, right? This was this was the next one. I'm like I'm completely reinventing myself. And I'm not letting go of this older version of me. The fuck no. I may still get short I may grow my hair at a certain point. But this was one of those big things I did on purpose because I didn't want to. <laughs> and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? You didn't want to do it, but you did it. Yeah, normally when I do something I don't want to do and I know there's a lot of value in it, I I gain a lot more than I lose. So my thing with my hair was, it's not what I need in the moment. So I had to be willing to adjust myself to the version that is going to most thrive. A chance to strive. You know, a chance to thrive. You feel me? So it's like, for me to strive and be great, I have to, I have to be somebody that can... Get up and move with my hair. I can't do that. When I'm waking up late for work, I need to invest a little bit more time just to my appearance in general. And it's like, it wasn't about, oh, I want to look my best. It's more being presentable. That's the thing for me. It's not about, oh, you know, you're cutting your hair because you have these corporate internships, this and that. I think I've already had them shits and I was rocking braids. So that's never the thing for me. It was like, and it's also part of it. It's like I started growing my hair after college. And I think my hair was very much tied to my image on social media. It's not the same person anymore. Y'all can go on social media and chase the old shit. It's not. So for me, it's like, I get a lot of y'all are going to miss my hair. And a lot <laughs> of people, like a lot of y'all are like, damn, <laughs> this shit was good. But this is this is so great too. He's fine. That's spicy. You feel me? It's like, and I'm not going to lie. The part where it's like, some of y'all be like, oh, this nigga glue up again. I'm like, I thought I was done too. I thought I was done. <laughs> But this shit this don't stop So basically Now this is the part Where it's like We're gonna open up To both perspectives My hair was very much Tied to a version of me That's softer That doesn't do All of this extra shit That doesn't impress people 
And I think you guys have to understand, I know a lot of people love my hair. So that was part of the decision. Letting go of a part of myself that a lot of you guys love. You won't understand just how much that does for you. But once you're able to break that down, constantly pleasing people, and now you do something drastically and take something people love away from yourself. Mm. Scary, bro. But, and that's the thing, I felt it. A lot of people's like, oh, bring the hair back to this or that. And I'm like, I actually don't care. <laughs> I, I generally like this. I know a lot of people are not happy with it, but I'm happy I made a decision. It was a little impulsive, tiny bit. <laughs> but. I don't regret it. It's like a lot of people. It's like they start touching the hair. That is, and like, I can't do braids. <laughs> I love each version of myself, and it's like the older I get, the more my appearance, no matter how good or great it is, the less it matters. And it's because it's like there are so many things that are so much greater, and they go mm-hmm. so much. They go so much further past that. It's like. At a certain point, you used to be worried about your looks so much. It's like, ah, damn, I really need this to put my best foot forward. I need a conversation and just my words to put my best foot forward at this point. Spicy. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really go for it. But like I said, the image that I built up, it was as I started doing my hair and everything like that. And it's not the right one. And I'm okay with that. I learned a lot from doing this shit. But now, let's go back to... Thens, you know, it's Thens Duviella. I'll, I'll drop my government on here, you feel me? It's like, <laughs> let's go back to Thens Duviella. Because he's the innocent one. He's mm-hmm. the one that's very nurturing, caring, chance strive. Kind of went the wrong way with him a little bit sometimes. Spicy. He started doing shit to impress motherfuckers, and he was just whipping his shit out, this and that. It's like, it was cute and all that, but the next level of myself requires me to tap back into Thens Duviella. More than chance underscore strive. So for me, it's like, and that's part where I'll give it off to you. It's like, my hair is tied to an image of myself. And the one I developed with it, I didn't like it. Mm. You can talk about your hair and like what it means for you type shit. And why you're going to leave it until it drops down to the cheeks. Like, it's on my fault. It's on the cheeks already. It's already on the cheeks. It's already on the cheeks. That's ridiculous. Let me see. I could, I could show y'all a little something, but this ain't, this don't do it justice. Like, cause it's still. Up in the hat, but it's it's really like halfway past my butt, which is crazy. Um, it's just leaning off the chair. Y'all can't yeah. see the angle I got, but it's like <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. People it's buy wigs. Real. People buy wigs that look like her hair. I just want y'all to know that. Okay, the y'all buy wigs to look like what she looks like. It's okay. It's okay. Let, let me let me not hurt somebody's feelings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's okay. nothing wrong with it. Love your hair, nappy, no matter what it is. Hey, listen, and, and disclaimer, the teeth are real too, by the way. Oh, if y'all her, want to her, ain't no, ain't no orthodontist. <laughs> ain't nothing, baby. It's all natural. Shout out to my mama and my daddy. You know what I'm saying? But, somebody, somebody was like, my your, your parents ate. <laughs> when I heard that shit, I was like, I'm going to use that. Your parents ate. Your that parents ate. ate. That ate. That ate. You know what I'm saying? Two pretty little things made another little pretty thing. Real <laughs> grateful. <laughs> um, But it's so funny that you specifically said that because a lot of people don't know, but I was blonde for a long time. I seen that shit in your story today. You feel me? (laughs) And your girl is nowhere near. Like, look, look at me. I have very indigenous, like Taino features. I'm Puerto Rican. There was no reason for that. And, you know, looking back now, it was something that I felt like I did it because I looked so much like my mom, and my mom had been blonde my whole life. You know, you grow up being like, "Oh, I love my mom. I love my dad. I want to be like them." And I did it in high school, and it was something where like. It was just spicy. Like, I don't know. I was really like, I'm, I don't know. I still love that shit. When I look at the, I feel like she's the bad Luli. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I get where you were coming from because 
part of the reason that I went back was because I wanted to be in tune with who I really am. Like, how was I born? I haven't seen my natural hair color in so long. So, like, even now I'm getting rid of, like, the dark that I put back in. Mm -hmm. But I feel so much more aligned and in tune with who I really am and not this, like, entity. You know, I think that's why a lot of people thought that Luli was, like, a facade or, like, a persona. But, no, like, it's who I am. So I had to show, like, more natural. And I think it was beautiful, honestly, because... When you go through things, like a lot of people tell me to cut my hair because I've been through a lot too the past few years. But the way I see my hair now is it's my like I've converted it into my strength because yeah. it's like at one point my blonde, I used to tell people I'm going to die with my blonde. So it was like reverse. And now I'm letting it grow. I cut my own ends. Only two of my homegirls, shout out to y'all, um, <laughs> do my hair. OK, so we got Dina and we got, you know, Iman. And other than that, I do it myself. And now I feel so much better, you know? So I think it's dope. It goes to you. A lot of people can't let go of their hair. <clears throat> Me. But you're killing it. So I like it. Oh uh, Yeah, my thing is like, I think I briefly said this, but this was, I'll tell y'all a selfish thing that I do, right? Being the person that rarely gets advice <laughs> given to them because I just know so much. Mm. It's not like I don't look for it. But a lot of my friends, they avoid giving me advice. Because <laughs> it's like, if we give advice, it's like, nigga, I know this shit already. What the fuck? And it'd be like, the, no offense. It's like, this is my shit for a reason. A lot of other things, if I ask some advice on it, beautiful. But when it's like me as a person developing, progressing, it takes somebody to really know me to give me something that I don't know or perspective that I haven't even thought about yet. Mm. The fact that there are different versions of you where there's like one with the hair, one that's blonde and stuff like that. One thing a lot of people don't realize as you're changing, it's more so like advice and just something we can speak on itself. You cannot become a different person and tap into the same habits. You can't. And mm. I watch this person and I watch and this is the right. I get what I was saying now. The whole people giving me advice, right? At times I give people advice, but I'm giving myself advice. Mm. Like I'm telling them something and they were like, oh damn, I really needed to hear this. But in reality, it's like, I needed it to hear that was shit too. You feel me? It's like, and one thing I told someone, I was like, bro, like who we're trying, like I'll break it down exactly how the person I was speaking was like, who we're trying to be. We don't get a pass for this shit. Like, the mm -hmm. version of you, like, thens, like, the whole wholesome version of you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't allow shit like this to happen. It doesn't take advantage of people, but then you justify it because it doesn't matter. Once you have affected a person, that part of you is hurt. Like, that version of me, thens, he doesn't want to hurt people. Mm -hmm. Even if there are reasons where my logical side is going to tap in and be like, this is justified. But it's like, I, it was someone I knew. It's like, I know they're trying to be something so great and pure. And it was in a moment where it's like seeing them not even take advantage, but kind of like allowing someone to let them take advantage of. So it's like, it could be justified. The person is doing too much. They're, they're ignoring signs, but it's like the person you want to be, this version of you that you're saying you're trying to build, you're trying to tap into currently, they don't do this anymore. The way they still allow themselves to go out on, let's just say, go out on dates with guys, let them pay that, this, or that. Or even the cute dates, too. It's like, well, you know you don't want this person, right? But you're still taking part in creating memories with them. To them, it means something. To you, it doesn't because you're not walking, you're not building. But for me, it was like when I had to tell the person, it's like, 
this isn't who you are. Like I, I could, I could just let it be. And generally you didn't do a terrible thing, but this version of you is going to go back and sit down and think I did a shitty thing to a shitty person. Cause this was a cute date, but I had no intentions with this individual. That version, the new version of you that you're tapping into separate the way it justifies shit from the last version of you. Cause the more you justify shit, like the older version of you, Mm-hmm. It creeps up on you and you start mm-hmm. tapping and you start being that person. That's when you lose your progress. If we're progressing, I don't want to go backwards. I'm straight. So old patterns, old habits. Mm. They die hard, though. That's the thing. Like, I feel like for me, the main thing that you have to realize mm-hmm. is that if you really want to make those changes, be prepared for what comes with it because you like letting go is the number one thing. Like Facts. aside from just the physical thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Chance and I have talked about like just different vices. Everybody has different vices and it's not necessarily something that has to be drinking or smoking or sex. It could be something like food or something like I like shopping, whatever. Right. You have to learn to be disciplined and to be like, OK, well. I want to be more financially stable. I want to be fit. I want to be this. I want to be that. And I want to be the highest version of myself. You might have to get through three different layers of a person you don't even know yet to get to your highest version. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to like it. There's going to be times where you're going to break down. And there's going to be times where you're going to, like Chan said, let things creep in because you're going to be like, fuck this. This is too hard. (laughs) hard. I don't want to be this person. But you do because you're craving it, right? Like inside, your body's like, you're shedding. I like to call it the caterpillar phase. Because, you know, because you're (laughs) eating and like you're learning and you're growing. But the caterpillar eventually, right, it doesn't stay like that. And it has to shed and it has to go through the cocoon. And in the cocoon, it's like molding and shedding and like like a snake almost, but inside. And then when it comes out, it's a whole nother creature. Like one that the caterpillar, you think when the caterpillar is born, it's like, I'm going to be a butterfly. No, it's just hungry as fuck. Like, and it just got to do what it got to do. But eventually it becomes the utmost highest version of itself so much so that it flies now. Like... That's insane. So that's how I feel. I feel like whenever I see a part of me that needs to be fixed, I'm like, well, is you really prepared, girl? Because if you're not prepared, you better milk it for a couple months. You know what I'm saying? Like, First, I back into that yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Like, like I'm going to keep it a buck because it is what it is. Like, I think I think people who have like vices like that, like the smoking and drinking and stuff, that's way harder because you're telling yourself something and then you're in denial of it. Like, oh, I could quit cold turkey. You're capping. If you've been smoking weed consistently for more than a year, tú me estás me. Me está mintiendo. Because, like, no, it's addictive. So if you don't tell yourself, hey, you know what? If I do this, every time that I want to smoke a blunt, instead of going to go get the weed and backtracking, I'm going to put the 40, 50, 60, 80 bills into a vacation fund, into a new car fund. Because now you're going to start seeing. You think you want to put 80 bills in every time you get a craving? No. It's going to stop your ass. <laughs> it's going to stop you from wanting that shit. No, I didn't even think about that shit. Nope, nope, nope. You yeah, know? it's like. What she said is like, you can't, I think this is one thing. It's like, I can, I can piggyback off this very fucking well. <laughs> Stop being like, a lot of y'all are delusional as shit when it comes to changing. And I'm saying this from like, y'all know I don't shit on people for things. <laughs> and, and you know, I'm drinking a little wine. <laughs> I'm playing a play. But I think my thing is, it's like, you can't just drop habits or old, like old things you used to do and think you're not going to, repl- you're not going to need to replace them. Right, I'm going to give you an example of not too many people listen to my podcast. I didn't really want to tell any of my genuine friends and family that I'm stopping smoking because I don't want my process to be about them. I'm very big on pleasing people. So it's like 
doing this with the admiration of people, it really doesn't mean shit in comparison to me doing it still and not having anybody give me credit or anything like that as I'm doing it. Now, like at the end, of course, I'll say it. Mm. But during that process, I don't want motivation. Mm. Nah, bro, you got this. Or somebody to, mm. uh, you feel like you're, fu- no, I want to recognize these things for myself. If I slip and I fuck up, I just start back up again. It's fine. I'm not, I'm okay with failing. It's like, at least I'm learning some shit now. The next time I do it, I can find a, like a smarter way to tap into it. But one of the biggest things was like, the urges to smoke. Bro, I've been smoking. I wasn't always a pothead, you feel me? But, you know, those last few months. It developed, yeah, y'all. Yeah, it developed, you know, slowly, but surely, sadly. Um, but, yeah, it's like, like I said, these drastic changes. It's like, bro, as, as great as y'all used to give me credit for, mm. <laughs> it's going to be a whole different, a whole different person in front of you. It's going, to, <laughs> it's going to be so beautiful. Oh, my God. But my thing is, it's like, if I have the urge to smoke, bro, I go do something else. Mm-hmm. I, like today, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I, I go on a walk during my break. And I know, just a little song. See, it'll never be like a full blunt. I don't know how like that. You know, be a little song. Just spike, you know, if I'm getting a little tired. You feel me? You got a little road cheese for like three days. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Be like, I'm hitting this ball for real quick. Put it back now. And then it's like, I had to replace that. Today, when I had that urge, you know what I did? I went and got my car washed. Cause I had to sit outside my car and let these niggas go in and vacuum. So I can't, I can't be thinking about weed. But I'm thinking about what the fuck are they doing in my car? And then it's like, or if I'm really, like, if I'm at home and I'm itching, I'm, oh, I'm forcing it. Not I'm the forcing, itch. I'm forcing, I'm forcing, I'm forcing <laughs> it. You know? But if I'm, I'm like, yo, where the drugs at? In the gym, nigga, go work that thought out. Go work that thought out your system. Sweat it out. Sweat it out. And then, cause guess what? When I get back, I'm exhausted. I don't want to. I want to sit and wait and text a, a plug. I know they're gonna bullshit me. So make your process work mm. for you. Mm. I feel like also too, like it's a it's the release that you need. But you're yeah. just not trying to. At least for me, like the times that I've ever felt like, okay, I need to smoke or I want a smoker. Like it's yes, it's very habitual. You know, like mm. I tell people all the time, I'm I'm not someone who like enjoys the bong or whatever. Like I'm like I like to be on the computer and working and doing what I gotta do and being like oh on the ashtray. But, like, I used to smoke a lot. And, like, I just realized, like, and respectfully, right? Because I know this is a, a problem, an issue for a lot of people. But, ew. Ew. Like, ew. I don't know how you feel about yourself, but I think I'm too damn cute to smoke anything. Like, definitely crack. Can't smoke crack. But, like, <laughs> but like weed, cigarettes, <laughs> anything. Like, like, I just, there's something about being clean in all aspects that like the rest of your body kind of just follows you know what i'm saying like and i don't i think people think i'm crazy but like the less that i eat processed foods the less that i smoke weed the less that i drink and do different things i don't even have bo like that like i'm not saying that like you know people stink like but i gotta like work for it like I, i gotta really put in work for that and and you know, I hear people being like, yeah, I don't even wear deodorant and people will rash them. But it's like, baby girl, you eat McDonald's five or, and not even baby girl, baby boy, too. Yeah, I eat McDonald's <laughs> five, six times a week. Yeah, you're going to smell like un clematorio, like you're going to stink. So I don't know. I think if you're going to find something, find something that's going to make you feel that same way. Like whether it's a good hobby or something that like that where it exerts your body and you're feeling relaxed and calm, you know, because. A lot of people will stop smoking and drinking, doing things like that and then go have sex with multiple people. So we're not saying to go find something that's just as negative. Healthy. <laughs> Please. <laughs> what if I want? <laughs> like, you can't replace bad habits with bad habits. I did that shit, and it works at times. It works at times, but, bro, 
at times it's not the substance or that act itself that you have the urge for. You have the mm-hmm. urge for what it represents, and you can only get it through that. For mm-hmm. me, smoking and stuff like that, I used to be the person that could always maintain my thoughts and everything like that always still. Life happens, bro. <laughs> so smoking was never one of those things. I'm one of those people where it's like, if I'm ever sad, I don't smoke on purpose because I don't want my emotions to start being tied to smoking. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't aware of all aspects that smoking could be embedded, like that yeah. it can be in bed with. And it's like, for me, my appetite, like smoking and, and eating, these niggas was in bed together. They was fucking a lot. You feel me? <laughs> so now when I, so at times it's like, when I go to that bed, I'm not really sure what I'm seeing because they both <laughs> always on that shit. At times, I'm high as shit and I don't have an appetite, but I feel hungry and I start eating and I can't eat because I'm not actually hungry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or at times, you know, I, 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 I'm hungry, but I get the urge to smoke. Mm. Bro, I am. <laughs> look, I listen to my body and I tell y'all understand what the fuck your subconscious is telling you. For me, if my brain is sending signals that I are sending signals that are fucked up, I know it takes a while to start getting to the point where you can understand your brain sending you signals, what that fuck that really feels like or means. But, bro, I don't like that I'm hungry and my body starts randomly getting an urge to smoke. Why? Because Mm. I smoke, I eat, I smoke, I eat. If Mm -hmm. I smoke, if I smoke often now, every single time after I smoke, I'm going to try to eat right after because I may eat a little more. You know, I need the munchies and I'm trying Mm. to go in the gym, trying to build weight, but along the lines somewhere along the lines because of doing that so much mm-hmm. the two became too intertwined for this motherfucker to separate but it takes 21 days to create a habit 21 so just yeah. what like two and a half weeks to create a habit so i feel you because i'm actually the opposite so mm. if i smoke i'm not as hungry Mm. Yeah, so like I think it's because I'm just full of air, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully, you know what I'm saying? But like everything tastes better. So yeah. it's, it's definitely a mental thing where you're like, mm. when you do get hungry, you're like, oh, wait, this shit kind of good. I want another piece. I want, you know, and then you got like a bottomless pit situation going on. And I feel like, I don't know, when it comes to weed, it really is a slippery slope. Like I actually had a conversation with a couple people last night who've never smoked before and they're like, oh, I kind of want to smoke. I'm like, don't do it. It's not even just like a money thing, a health thing. It's really like, it's a bad habit because like you said, you start to intertwine it because your body also releases chemicals, right? Like a lot of people, watch them. Like that's why I always say it's an addiction. It's just like, I mean, I'm not watching people do crack, but it's the same difference because when they'll take that first hit and they'll be like, I'm like, what do you got? And yeah, blunt. I don't really want that. Like, because like you said, they're connecting it constantly. But then it gets slippery because, okay, you might not do it when you're sad or when you're mad or whatever, but then you're doing it when you're with your friends. Now your best friend and you only connect off weed. Y'all only hanging out. And when y'all hang out, y'all roll up, eat, chill, talk. Go ahead and, and hang out with this person the next four or five times, no weed. Even if they got the weed, don't be like, nah, let's not smoke. Let's be sober. Watch how like, the day shortens like normally you would like <laughs> you feel me you would hang out with somebody eight hours high as hell you'd be two hours in you're like i don't really oh, you kind of annoying 
I think I'll say that this one thing is like, well, a lot of people don't stop smoking. They will not tell you this, but I know a lot of people that don't stop smoking because everybody around them smoke. And I'm one of those people that's like, I do have a lot of friends where I don't really see how much we're going to really intertwine at this point if I'm not really getting high with you. Mm-hmm. And it's not even nothing disrespectful, bro. It's just like our interests in life has taken complete. Absolutely. We, t- we took different paths. And this is the thing, right? Understand that neither one of us are shitting on smoking. Mm-mm. A lot of my close <laughs> friends still fucking smoke. Like, like, bro, hey, do you think I look at them in any type? Bro, that's, I, j- I was just doing this shit. You know, I hate people that start t- doing things a little differently and then you look down on people that did the same shit as you, bro. Right. You were at that point eventually, so there's always a level of understanding you can offer to people like that. Mm. But my biggest thing was, is like, I generally don't like the version of myself that I am when I am constantly feel like I'm smoking a lot more. Mm. I don't like it. If that doesn't affect you mentally, emotionally, or anything like that, and you can maintain it, sure. Cap. Everybody get cap. You're literally, it's called being under the influence. So, anybody out here who's watching is like, nah, chances, right? You're in denial, mi amor. That's the first step, remember, of the 12 step program. Denial. Because I also had to go through that where I was like, I'm not (laughs) me addicted to weed. A lot of people, you're smoking weed out of tobacco products, mi amor. Even if it's not the weed, you're addicted to the tobacco. I know people that won't get a pre roll because they're like, it don't hit the same. Because you don't have tree bark in there. You know what I'm saying? It's natural. So, I don't know. That was just my bad. I just had to come in there. Like, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I will say, weed itself isn't technically addictive. The way you smoke very much is. The, the little grubber, the <laughs> little leaf, the little paper. You know what Fuck. got in it? Fuck. I got the neck. Mm-hmm. You know how we, we, we tell niggas, <laughs> you're smoking a neck stick. What the fuck? They got fun to all they the They are three to five percent. Your frontals has nicotine in it, my boy. I don't. I, I stopped doing that shit, and that's the thing. Where I says like, you can't replace a bad habit with a bad habit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting high as shit. I don't want to get high no more. Cause it's me, right? I'm in school. I'm like, I can't fight that urge. I can't go cold turkey with all this stress I'm mm-hmm. doing. I'm gonna use a puff bar. Fuck mm-hmm. it, just for the time being. Let me train it. When it was time that I could go back to smoking, my urge did not go down. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I still did that just as much with mm-hmm. something else. But now it's like. I have a pack of gum. <laughs> and I'm trying not to overeat that shit. <laughs> it's just really. But bro, it's like, you got to learn what works for you. And stop being unrealistic about what affects your life. Right? This is the thing about anybody that smokes often. How much time do you invest into it? Mm. Right, it's the simplest thing. For me, it's not like certain parts of my life were fucked up because I smoke. Please understand that. But... If y'all, if I can break down one day for y'all, right? I wake up at six. I get to work by nine because I have to drive about an hour and a half. I get back. And I, I get off at like four or five. I get back home six, seven. I go to the gym. I come back home. It's like eight ish. Mm-hmm. I have to eat nine. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything for myself yet. I've done the things that I needed to do, but mm-hmm. in terms of free time, mm-hmm. I have about an. This is why I used to sleep late, right? Because I'll smoke mad late and now I'm high. It's like the high means like, ooh. stay awake. <laughs> we we, we like, want excitement, my boy. Enjoy it. We want that. And I it, like the dopamine you get from it. It's like you constantly want more. Even if you stop smoking, I promise you. A lot of people when they are smoking, you'll see it's like they have to be on their phone scrolling through some shit. I'm the exact same way. 
it's this intake of dopamine where your body's like, Ooh, mm-hmm. we're getting things that excite us. Whoa, 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 this is unnatural. This is a lot. This is a lot. Mm-hmm. Now let's do more. Let's do more. Let's do more. Why do you think a lot of people, they'll be, they'll be very much to themselves. They start smoking all of a sudden they want to do shit. Mm-hmm. Smoking, you're curious that dopamine. Mm-hmm. Now it's like that little thing that gives you that excitement from sex, mm-hmm. all of this shit. Your body doesn't know how it comes in or where it comes in from, but it just knows I'm being overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. But that just goes back into the fact that if you if you really break it down and you go all the way back, nothing is actually truly addictive is what that thing does for you for that you, becomes yeah. addictive because, yeah, okay, like nobody should be having smoke in their lungs, right? So we can come down to the fact that it is a little unhealthy, but like weed is a plant and it is natural and, you know, in the Bible it even states and not to even to, you know, whatever you believe in, but it, anything we know that if you have too much of anything is bad for you. So if you're doing that and you're not really in control and then, you know, as me and Chance have been saying, it's, it's something where like the dopamine is what's kind of fueling you, then you're always going to want to do something negative in that way. But if you start having positive situations around you that give you that dopamine, it's going to be like way better for you. Way better because, like I said, I'm not perfect. There's still a lot of things in my life I want to change. But when I did my fast, so the last podcast I was here, I was on a 72-hour fast. I kid you not. Is is I'm different, like really, like I think it reorganized my brain. Like I kid you, know, I wish I could make this shit up. Like I was already a very loving, like in tune person, aligned, all that stuff. But like, there's been some shit that's happened in the last week and a half that, like, normally your girl would have been like stressed or like, you know, I'm just like, eh, fuck it. And you would think that I am higher. So, yeah, I'm calm. I'm very much like. It's cool. It's a part of the process. Like, it's cool. Like, that's what I just keep saying. I'm like, you're good. It's cool. And then I'm like, who is she? Like, I like her. How she but like, ooh. like this? What? Yeah. Because your girl is spicy. Like, when I tell you, like, 14 habanero peppers, like, if I'm stressed out or something happens. <laughs> I you get, want it. Yeah, I'm irritable. I want it. I'm hungry. But I'm just like, it's coming. Smile, baby. Got my name on it. Tupperware in the fridge locked. Like, it's mine. <laughs> so. I love it. This is when we start switching into like the things that y'all kind of want. Um, I think I had one more question I actually wanted to hit in this podcast. Um, this guy, my friends and friends make fun of my ignorance and lack of knowledge about things that has led mm. me to stop speaking out loud because I'm scared of going out. Because I'm scared I'm going to say something mm. dumb and shit and oh, some dumb shit. I, I like how you put it. <laughs> and I don't bother going out because I have zero intellect when i talk to people i think i'm becoming socially anxious depressed that my peers and friends call me ignorant um first of all i love you Damn. like that's i know that's, like, that's yeah, a little dark no. i read bro i actually reply to this person pretty often so i'm glad i do that and don't just ignore you yeah. how do you know so much and how are you so wise how do i improve my intellect so i don't come off ignorant to people that's wicked. Any advice? that's so wicked i'm sorry you even going through that babe I'll I really I'll am. give him advice after, but you can start off with that. It was like like you. I was like, oh, well, stop it. But chill. So for me, I th- I think the first advice I'm gonna give you is get new friends. Don't e- don't even try to yeah. because here's the thing, right? I am a very wise, intellectual human. I tell whenever people ask me my age, I'm like, I'm 360 something. You feel me? Like it doesn't it it's irrelevant because I know more than the average human, right? However, I do have people around me and shout out to my friends because i'm not being specific on who or what but we're all in different frequencies right and normally when people like us come into people's lives and what i mean by us is the people who have maybe done a few more things or been through more things to be more wise quote unquote it is literally your duty now to spread that knowledge and not to shame and not to treat someone like shit for them not being where you are 
right? Because respectfully, my journey has been fucking ridiculous, like hard. It's been insane. So if I go to someone who's maybe been more privileged or just had a different struggle, right? And they don't know the wisdom that I know. I don't know what prevented that them from getting there or if they didn't have the right people around or, you know, if they just took things a different way. So for you to have those type of people around that aren't encouraging you or putting you on, right? Like if my girl was to say something dumb, I might laugh a little bit and be like, girl, no. And then I would tell her, but I wouldn't make her feel like an idiot. I wouldn't, you know, make her feel like she can't speak now. Cause remember your, your mouth, your tongue is powerful. It's a gift. So this is a part of your testimony now. And you bringing new people into your life, you'll be able to help them if they're going through something like you. So don't stop. Don't stop talking. My Hell thing me. is just like knowledge I have, I have extracted it in ways where I do tell myself, bro, you got lucky. I tell myself this all the time. There are certain things that just worked. It's just like there's a higher power just making this shit fall into place. Because mm-hmm. there are certain things that should have been so shitty for my life. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being like a gift to go through some of those things. But it worked for me. And I was able to learn this out of it. And there are some things I know that I don't want people to ever have to go through the experience that it takes to learn it. I don't, bro. It sucks. Like, part of wisdom that a lot of people seem to forget is you had to step on a lot of, a lot of pain and terrible experiences. Bro. You understand these deepest psychologists, these um people that are constantly putting quotes out, philosophers, this and that. You think they had the most peaceful life and went into the forest and just wrote. Oh, bro. They went through a lot of shit. They had shitty lives. Some of the people that have accomplished them, some of the greatest fucking things in this world, they went through shit where it's just like nobody really cared about investing into them because of just where they were. Right, one of the things that I can probably bring up that you know of so well, Mickey Mouse. Mm. Everybody knows what that is, but the creator, <laughs> his life was so bad at a certain point he was eating out of a garbage. Mm. But this is one of those things that carried our childhood that meant so much to us. But the person who brought it out that we think is so wise, that had these thoughts, great, amazing things, is like that's the life they had to go through to get to that point to become important. Mm. To be have this knowledge of like, oh, what do they really want to see in this? It's like everything you go through, it it counts for something if you make it. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm big on like always learning. So for you, your experience of like constantly being around people that are shitting on you, this and that, make that your motivation to constantly not know shit. Mm-hmm. The moment you are in, the moment you are in a conversation with somebody and they present an idea that you don't know, I don't like the idea that I can't bring anything to certain conversations, which is why I try myself to try to make myself such like a bulletproof person. You'll still pierce through them because other there are places I'm still working on fixing and shit but i have a little bit of everything which is why i'm not scared of walking into certain conversations with certain individuals no Mm. matter where you take it i got you but when you don't have that i can understand why you're a little anxious to speak to certain individual what if they start talking about this and i don't know what what the fuck i'm supposed to say about it but in terms of like advice since i'll just tell you what works for me since you seems like you may be okay with what this is and what he does. So I'll tell you what worked the chance, right? I made this shit my interest. You can't get better at something and look at it like work. You can't. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but one of those things that happens up here, your mind has to be in tune with it in a whole different manner because there's no guidance. There's no structure. Mm-hmm. There's no person there to guide you. It's just here. It's just you and that. 
unless you find this shit interesting, the little things you're able to do with your thoughts, you're not going to like it. And if you want to, maybe a little steps back behind me, but I'm going to tell you how I got to this point. You know, it's the simplest shit that I did that nobody will ever think really invested a great amount into this. Looking up quotes. People think it was the dumbest shit when I did it in high school, <laughs> middle school. Mm. Still to this day, I search up quotes about love, quotes about prosperity, quotes mm. about solitude, quotes about, and I'll tell you why I do this, right? Those quotes, they come from people that have invested some of their lot, their whole entire life into studying this one thing. Mm. There are some philosophers out there that dedicate their whole life to learning what solitude is like, and they do go in solitude to learn what it's like, and they report back out. I'm never going to be able to invest myself into something that much, mm. but I can learn from somebody else who already did it. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about our generation is you have everything at your fucking fingertips. Literally. So anytime <laughs> you go into a situation and you talk about something, you're like, oh, I don't know this. Search it up. You on social media, you see some shit that you don't understand. Search it up. Message. Make it one of those things where it's like you're happy to do it. That's my thing. Whenever I don't understand, like till to this day, right? My seventh grade she wasn't even my teacher. She was just this lady that really liked me because I was always full of energy, always nice, and I was never rude to teachers, right? She said one word to me that I didn't understand. And every single time she said it to me, I told her, keep saying that word to me because I want to remember it. Mm. Photovoltaic. It's the simplest shit at times, mm-hmm. but your inability to let go of knowledge or to let go of shit that you may not know take all of these opportunities as a chance to learn like bro i'm telling you a word i remember it in seventh grade because the person just said it to me and i was like oh it's hard mm. but just because it was hard i made sure that shit was embedded in my head to the point where it's like i can recall on a word where it's like i didn't even have a bond with that person but i remember their face because of that word so for me what i'm really trying to get is like just make this shit interesting to you bro i like reading deep shit so i went into an outlet that offered me that so it was like it was like, I'm having fun. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and this is my thing, right? I'm very great at creative writing. So poetry, oh my gosh, that was my shit. But another part, if you do like poems, this is something you should do, right? Grab a poem and rewrite it. Communicate all the same message or this is the thing when you start playing with it and have fun. Like one of my best poems that I've ever written, it's a replica of another poem that's very that was beautifully written. But I broke that poem down so much and I'm like, oh, this is the idea. This is how you get to it. And I'm like, I bet. Mm. This is the idea, but I don't like the way it ended. That little part he left us off with, I don't like it. I rewrote that whole entire poem. That's fire. And then I gave it a different meaning. His thing mm. was like, love is gone. Mm. You were like, it's alive. No, I was, I was like, love has been given a different, a, a different definition. Absolutely. But it's like, nigga, that's beautiful. The fact that I did that, but it's it from is. someone who invested so much of their life to making something so beautiful and pretty mm-hmm. for us. So why the fuck would I not tap back into it and learn from this beautiful thought process you had? That part. Because that one poem, it might have been a, it might have been the the guide through her whole entire journey they went through. That might have been the poem where like, I, how did my life go? There it Spend is. the whole life writing that one poem because they want to become known, famous. Mm-hmm. Maya Angelou, Still I Rise. Like some of these things, when you really dive in and you find the messages that are hidden in them, and when you don't know. What did this poem mean? Mm. You have access to shit, bro. Tap into mm. it. Well, it, you know, to piggyback off, off something you said. You see how he just said that he took something that someone did, right? 
made it his own and also kind of elaborated more on it, right? So you have a man who dedicated his entire life to that topic and made that poem. And then you have Chance who didn't dedicate his whole life to that topic, but he can see something that that man still didn't see even with his whole life being dedicated to that. That just goes to show that nobody really knows fucking shit, okay? Like, at the end of the day, you can study, you can do what you want, you can perfect, you can, you know, get better. But at the end of the day, we find out shit every day that you're like, wait, what? I've been living in this world. I didn't even know that. I didn't know this. So for you to ever look at somebody and point a finger and be like, you don't know this, you're stupid. Like, you're stupid too, though. Like, <laughs> it, you feel me? It puts you in a room with different people. Like, you'd be dumb too. Yeah. Exactly. So why why pick on the person who we would call like the underdog, right? Or the person who is the runt of the crew. Like, if anything, you're only as strong as your weakest link, baby. So if he's the one in your crew, in your clique, and you're calling him an idiot and you think you're the leader for that, you just as much as an idiot. Because I would never let people around me on my team suffer or feel some type of way i'm eating you're eating we eating you know what i'm saying yes. so that's in all ways it's not just full finances it's intellect it's knowledge it's really being able to spread that so like definitely what i would do is prove them wrong the best way you could get revenge without fighting without yelling doing none of that is become the person that they say you could never be like period you know like when when i finally am traveling the world doing what i gotta do that i know is coming for me i don't want to hear all the people that would be like damn girl that's how you talk about don't hit me up Y'all know who y'all are because sometimes it's not meant for them to see. Sometimes you are covered for a reason because you're so special that not everybody deserves to see you. And then everybody will see you eventually. So, again, I love you. Just remember, like, we're here for you. You know what I mean? And like I told you, find new friends. And the best way to do that is to go through a community, you know, some kickboxing, maybe some sort of other martial art. You should start knitting, bro. Like go to a book club, like do some, there's so much to do in the world. And I'm just so passionate about this because I hate when people bully people or just Thanks. make them feel like a certain way, because sometimes it, all it takes is one thing. And that's the straw that broke the camel's back. So we, we love you. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I really wish people understood. It's like when you know so much, it doesn't mean you shit on other people. Ever. It means you have a greater ability to invest, to teach, to help. And I found out that made me a little happier than shitting on people. Not that I didn't do it. I'll be completely honest. Of course, I fucking did. When somebody's being ignorant and I know I know more than them, I laugh in my head. But I make sure the laugh is in my head. I, okay, that's even bullshit. Not always. Sometimes I, I like to... I like to straighten some delusional motherfuckers. It's a low bet, you feel me? But you're you've been someone that's been waiting, so this is the reason why I'm gonna take another question by you, my boy. Mm. I fuck with you a lot, heavy, my boy. I told you this, but how do I smell good on a budget? I'll give this mm. one a men perspective, and then I think it'll be great for you to get both mm. how the man does it and how a woman does it. Because mm-hmm. I promise you, I've had to pick up a lot of shit um, hygiene-wise from women. Because mm. the way niggas did just shit doesn't fucking matter. But how do you smell good on a budget? And then there's another part you have in there, but it'll be relating to a deeper conversation that I'll bring in later. Um, how do you smell good on a budget? Um, mm. One thing I will say is like, no, they want to know where you live. But I will give you the type of stores you need to go to, right? There are stores where they sell everything. But they get things afterwards. So it'll be things like thrifting. That's one thing. Thrifting is like, I'm not talking about go buy clothes and shit like that at thrifting. But no, they if a lot of the times it's like 
things like Marshalls or TJ Maxx are stores I love. And the reason why is because you find a lot of essential things you need that would normally cost a shit ton to get elsewhere. When it comes to like a breakdown, it's like cologne at Marshalls. Bro, <laughs> I can get an elite cologne for like 25, 30. And I have ex- and I have tried this. Like I'm talking about like I buy one and I'm like, I'm about to go on this date. I don't care about this shorty. But I'm a hugger and make sure she smells my neck. I have been complimented off $30 colognes. Toxic. Like, oh my God, you smell gold. Toxic. Run away. <laughs> but it's like, bro, you have to learn these things. You got to learn how to smell good on a budget because sometimes you don't got the bread, but mm-hmm. you don't want your hygiene to be taking a hit. Period. And for me, it's like when you're putting on cologne, especially if you're somebody who sweats, I feel like a lot of people don't understand. It's like if there is nothing that smells good on your body and you start sweating, it smells like sweat. So for me, it's like lotion yourself or random things isn't like when you're using your cologne, Know the parts of yourself that you need to spray, you know, like this. Right. Anytime you're reaching to someone, you're touching their face. Like this. imagine you're touching your shorty's face, right? The little wrist, right? Imagine you were touching the girl's face. What is the closest thing to her, her nose? If you're touching her, she great. I'm, I'm touching myself right now. Imagine I'm, I'm touching the shorty, right? Chances are hoochie daddy. Don't listen to her. You're going to end up with a baby. Who, who do you, what's the closest thing to her nose? <laughs> you're going to end up yeah, with a baby. Yeah, family. It's, it's your wrist. No. And if you're hugging somebody. It's not even your neck, but it's if you're going to get into some sexual things and she likes ears, stay away from this. But if she don't touch the ears, spray some shit in the back of this motherfucker when she's laying her head on your shoulders. Oh, my baby smell good. That was always my thing. I always have one expensive cologne, which is why I have outlets to get cheap shit. One thing is like, that's that. <laughs> not the bouncy cologne. You know, you got the little Chanel, this and that, Dior. Oh, coming over. Like, I got Chanel, Dior, this and that. Like when I'm... When I'm stepping out, I do that. But also deodorants. That's also a very big thing for guys. If you're somebody who sweats a lot, antidepressants are ready to go. The regular deodorants, they do not stop you from sweating. And a lot of people don't understand that. Not everybody deals with a sweating issue, which is why when you have a sweating issue, you don't really think like that. Some people put on deodorant and they don't sweat. So all they need is something to smell good. Mm. You do sweat. So you need something to counteract that and also make you smell good. I have found some of the cheapest shits actually work the best. Like for me, um, Secret, like their um, their deodorants, it actually works better for me. I had a certain point where spray deodorants worked, but that that didn't keep on working. But you have to also it's like when you try an old deodorant, smell yourself. I realize like I feel like that's one of the big hygienic tips I can give you because so many people don't do this. Smell yourself, bro. Like I'm, I'm not talking about doing it in public and I be all day with it type shit. But like, oh. <laughs> bro, if you know certain parts, you don't. You know, like you should feel like that. Like, do things where it's like smell yourself, take note of what you're using. If it doesn't work, switch it, alternate. A lot of people, they all want to stick true to one thing and it doesn't fucking work. You use one deodorant and you always sweat. You don't have a sweating issue, but you may have a lot of your deodorants that don't respond well to that. When it comes to like, Oh my God, some of y'all like, oh, ridiculous with this shit. It can randomly happen. I get it. You don't eat a lot that happens. Fuck it. <laughs> but for that shit to be happening constantly, buy some gum. Like, <gasps> the like I don't need you to <sighs> like, make sure that shit goes in. Because some of y'all, I don't know how you become so blind to this shit. Smell your upper lip or something. Like, no, some people, it really be bad. Like, they do. They don't know. They I have don't no idea. understand it. Like, bro, take note of all these shits. Like, you feel like at times you don't want to, you don't want to fucking show it to let her suck your shit because you're like, am I smell? Swipe. Smell. 
Like know what that looks like And this is the thing at times right If you are learning And you're in the house All day by yourself Stay in your Like don't do anything Don't put on deodorant Don't put on lotion Don't put on any extra shit Just see how your body functions By yourself Without anything being there Literally at times like, You may have to If you already stink I don't know I'm being nice with this Let yourself smell Right Without trying to do anything To stop it Now see what that's like Mm. Be disgusted <laughs> to learn everything you need to fucking do and not do this shit. Like, bro, the sweating a lot thing for me. If I'm sweating out and I have a, this is the thing, right? I know that I do at times sweat a lot, but I have this. I'm like, I'll switch my shirt. But days I can't do that. It's like, hey, bro. Yeah, I'm not smelling the deodorant, and like the deodorant is kind of starting to fade away. You feel me? <laughs> now, when you see those things, you're like, eh, I gotta figure out this shit works. I'm constantly switching through deodorants. If I see one thing stops working. We're switching And also next. smoking It affects my mm. How much I sweat And everything like that mm. And I'm very big on my hygiene This and that So when I seen that I was like You gotta be fucked up you Gotta go <laughs> Stop it But those are like Some of my main tips And like things I do Randomly to like Maintain smelling good And learn What clothes Help you breathe mm. A lot of people Wear shit that doesn't work For how you smell mm. You cannot be in the summer Rocking jeans And you know Your dick don't smell The greatest thing I'm gonna get An inch of fucking sweat no. Rock some motherfucking shorts. Leave them thick ass sweats at home. I'm gonna throw up. Cause gonna throw some up. niggas really do this shit. No, though. because it's I ridiculous. just found out. I just found out a couple of days ago. You you men are dirty. I found out a couple of days ago that what I, I could smell like fish down there. I just fucking found out. Uh, shout out to all my exes for always smelling smell like that. Di- yeah, but it makes sense, right? It's what a you open mean? because it's an open. So like, it make a, a penis is going into a vagina. It's an open gaping. Whole. So if you're not taking care of yourself as a woman, it makes sense for it to like have a smell. Because it's from in there, deep you in feel, there. Yes, deep in there. So if a man is going inside of you, your pH might be thrown off if you're having multiple sexual partners. Or it might be something where maybe he came inside you. His oh, Is that too spicy? Where he ejaculated. I do. <laughs> anyway, if, um, if he did that, that also throws off your pH. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all got different levels. But for a man, for my, for my friends to be like, yeah, like he smelled like curdled cheese and fish. Oh, like they're saying, like it wasn't like there was a smell. No, body it was odor. Like, It was one of those like no, it, it was, got bad. But but your dick though, it smelled like fish. I felt like you you should just smell like pennies or something. You know, like yeah, like that could be like some body an, odor. I get it if it's been a long day, but for it to like no, puppy, this shit was like straight up. She says she almost yacked. Yeah, I was like, I didn't even know. I was like, he has an infection because there's no way that men like how she's about to yak because it's that bad. Yeah. You're a nasty, dirty boy. I hope you watch this. I'll never say who you are, but I know who you are. Um, I'm going to give you some tips. I'm gonna say. Um, my boy, my boy, my boy. This is the thing we all don't understand, right? <laughs> all right, I'm going to give you this advice because I'm a man that loves my shit getting slurped on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, no, I have to be very particular about what the fuck that shit smells like. Bro, and this is the thing, right? It's so bad to the point where it's like, I'll go in the bathroom, the bathroom stinks. I whip my shit. I'm like, is this the bathroom with me? Like, I, I don't, I, this can't be me. Like, uh, like, bro, it be, that, that, that's how much I really pay attention to shit. I'm like, nah, the way this bathroom smells, if I have anything to do with the low smell that comes up to me, Yo. that's not okay. But my thing is, it's kind of like, bro, the type of boxes you wear matters. Why? Right, right, right. Because this is, this is, this is the thing, right? Let's just say this is where your private parts are and this is your legs. You can be a woman or a man. Mm. The parts you are likely 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the parts you're likely going to. This is hard. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna spread this house so I can see a little bit better. This is your your private, and these are your legs, right? These little parts, they will sweat the most. You know why? Because when you close them, this is constantly closed. Your legs move and shit like that, but this is constantly tight. If you are getting hot or you naturally sweat a lot, you will sweat in these crevices. So guess what my thing is, right? I wear boxes where I can breathe, where I let my shit just... Mm. Or the part that a lot of men don't realize, right? This is, this is, this is like the little... There's another woman here, so me giving y'all a tip into the trick, tips and tricks into this is kind of crazy, but mm. I will do it and give the secret out in front of a woman. I don't normally like doing it, but well, let me write this you know, down. spray deodorants, spray deodorants. I used to have one of my exes. I used to spray that shit a lot in certain parts of her body. I'm like, what the fuck? But no, 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 no. It, it wasn't bad. I understood why she actually did it. I was like, okay. Oh, I thought you said you did it. I thought you said oh. you would like randomly spray her. That's why I. That's why I had that reaction. Wow. That's not damn. Like, damn. <laughs> so you just think that bad? I randomly have to spray your shit. You feel me? I was like, damn, chance. Nah. You're patient. <laughs> that's what I was patient. Saying. That's dirty. Fuck that. Don't be patient with somebody's body odor. Shower. You feel me? Fuck no, no. Know. My thing was is like if down there sweats a little bit. Uh, get ready to make sure the sweat isn't something that stinks. So for me, before I put on certain boxes, I would spray them. Mm. I know I sweat. I don't want that sweat to be the only smell that stays in my boxes all day. Because then what do you think that smells like? It's not even like you stink, but let's just say you sweat a little bit. Your boxes sweat a little bit. They're tight. It drink, it, like, it, it, drink, it, it sucks it, right? Now that stays on you the whole day. Or however long you are outside, no matter if you stink or not, you think sweat is going to just smell good when it's closed up in one space. But that's the thing. Normally, women and, you know, other women, y'all put it in the comments if y'all feel this way, because I, I know I definitely do. I like when a man sweats. Obviously not all the time, baby, but like they like maybe it's the men I've dealt with. If he takes care of his health and everything's on par. Heard you, but heard you. But like men, definitely y'all sweat. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've never but if experienced it stays, anything like so that. Like when it, when it stays. I do believe though that when you really care about your partner, you end up liking their sweat. But I've just never but known not that when a man. Stays. I didn't know that a man could smell like fish though. Okay, fish. I'm not even speaking on it. I'm speaking on smelling good. But I don't know what what stinky is then. Like, no, 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 so, so, I feel like, like I've never. I know that it's sweat, but it's like, ooh. Think about think about this, right? Imagine you sweat underneath, or somebody sweat underneath their armpits, right? Mm -hmm. And they use a certain type of deodorant that smells good. Mm -hmm. Once those two smells interact And let's just say They're on that part of your shirt And it stays all day mm -hmm. Right Throw it away Like put it in all your clothes And I randomly smell it After a few days I've gone by Oh that's nasty though Yeah You, you, you shouldn't smell like that For a few days But this is my point It's not about smelling like that For a few days It's just mm -hmm. maintaining the part Where you don't have to Smell any worse Than what you already smell like Yeah that's wicked <laughs> Yeah so it's like I'm not saying like you, Oh you're stopping yourself From stinking If you do stink that yeah. bad It's like Shower That's medical no, Oh that's shower medical, the night before sure. I feel like a lot of people Don't do that It's like at times You have a day And it's like You may shower in the morning Before you start your day But mm. you slept in this shit And then you expect to shower For 10-15 minutes And then It's gone mm -hmm. But your body was just Drenching all of this mm -hmm. shit For hours mm. Mm. It's also a prep too Like women You know Chance said earlier that you learned a lot of your hygiene from women. Yeah, I love, love y'all deodorant, y'all colognes, y'all. Yeah. Oh, any products for women that are hygienic, they work better for, they work better. Facts. They do not give a fuck about men when it comes to this shit. Nah. Deodorant, sprays, this, that. Absolutely. Get it. Absolutely. And I, for me, 
for me smelling good is like uh it's almost like getting a facial right like there's there's processes there's steps not that kind of facial i know but we all do that talk i can never say that i feel like i'm an esthetician guys okay on top of everything else i do but every time i say facial around men they're like (laughs) i'd be a little bit more mature about it but we just came from a conversation about speaking about men down there like what am i supposed to now think like it doesn't matter you don't want a face from a man that stinks you want to enjoy that shit let your face be free i'm gonna be real with you you probably would never even get the chance to see my panties off if you stink like because i'm gonna know respectfully there's no way like that would have to be like a first couple of hours like okay i just that's crazy i wouldn't even give it to you like that but like there's like steps so like being in the shower you have to be intentional like if you're gonna be in the shower what are you really doing are you really just gonna wash with a bar of soap like i do sugar scrubs you know what i'm saying to exfoliate yeah and they smell amazing so you're already kind of scrubbing your pores of any dirt but also like leaving that smell on you then you do the lotion you do the oils oils are really good like if you put oils and then deodorant on your underarms elite do some lavender or the oils are clutches they shit, are and they, and they last sometimes even more that's why if you get perfumes or colognes that are oil based they last way longer have one of those. they're amazing <laughs> you will smell it on your blankets for days like, body oil i yes. will say for people like this is just like because she brought up i realized i actually forgot to say this i have a body oil thing where it's kind of like probably like it's big it's a little mm. thin and shit <laughs> but one i use it because it looks it makes me look great in a fucking mirror you know once i'm getting that low you're like shiny. a little shiny yeah, and shit yeah, and you're like shit. oh hold on oh my god good. <laughs> but it's like i think the best part about the body oil is like like i said right if you are somebody who sweats wherever your body sweats and maybe things really are different for men and women sometimes or shit, or shit like that but if you are a man and you're gonna sweat and you do sweat because you might be a little more active, shit like this, whatever it is. Wherever you are sweating in your body, there should be something there that smells good already. Because mm-hmm. if not, the only thing you will smell there is sweat. Yeah. Even if your body odor, I generally like my natural body odor. I think I smell great. And mm-hmm. most women I tend to have been with, it's the exact same shit. The whole, I want to be in your skin. I want to be in your armpit. <laughs> like shit like that. Like That's something I deal with. But. I'm one of those people, like, I love cuddles, like, touchy shit. When I'm with my shorty, like, the fuck you mean you want to be away from me? Like, I don't want you bothering me, but you don't want to cuddle? Bitch, give me your toe. Give me your fuck. Put your leg on top of mine. Not the toe. Like, I need something. Like, like I need our legs touching, like. Oh, uh-huh. so you're, you're you're one of those where you're just, like, you got a pinky, and it's just, like, touching yeah, her? Oh, I need, he's so I need cute. It. Ladies, he's single. That's adorable. I'm not looking for any Oh, wait, he's not single. Are you? Shit, my bad. I'm all advertising. No, you're like, no, you're oh, okay. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, oh, damn. Like, okay, my bad. He's not a prostitute. I don't know why I just sold you off like that to the. My bad. Hey, man. If, if, if y'all need yeah. <laughs> relationships, oh. slow. But, but, but. But if you're trying to slurp them up, lady. <laughs> Only if you're being recorded, though. That's it. I'm not saying that like oh it's some rare shit. Oh, okay, this is a part where we no, you're gonna you, this is gonna drop this city right. I have the OnlyFans and shit no. like that. Oh yeah. See, people think it's like I just be advertise everything tamale. I do. I really don't. Spicy tamale. Yeah. This just turned into like no jumper real quick. Shout out Adam Twenty Two. <laughs> yeah, I have only. Yeah. yeah.